Blog Talk Radio. That's right. Welcome, everybody, to What's Brewing, a show where we can say whatever we want. A sports show where you can say whatever you want. How novel of a concept is that? But that's what we're here to do for you. We will give you that opportunity for the next two hours. Give us a call, 646-929-2192, or email us at whatsbrewingshow at AOL.com. The show starts now. Great moments are born from great opportunity. And that's what you have here tonight, boys. That's what you've earned here tonight. One game. If we played them ten times, they might win nine. Not this game. Not tonight. Tonight, we skate with them. Tonight, we stay with them. And we shut them down because we can. Tonight, we are the greatest hockey team. You were born to be hockey players. Every one of you. And you were meant to be here tonight. hearing about what a great hockey team the Soviets have. Screw them. This is your time. Now go out there and take it. That was 37 years ago. Seven years ago. The greatest upset in the history of sports. 37 years ago. Dramatized by Disney for the 30th anniversary of it. The Miracle on Ice did more for hockey in this country any other one single solitary thing that anything has ever done for one sport. Was Babe Ruth great for baseball? Yes. But not one single moment, not one 
single game made hockey mainstream in this country the way that the Miracle on Ice did. You've had great games since with the Americans in the Olympics. You go back to that great game in 2010 where Sidney Crosby wound up scoring the golden goal. It's been written about by everybody. Canada in their home, winning that gold medal. Get us here in 2002 playing against the Canadians. In the last great battle of two warriors who started their rivalry eight years prior in the Eastern Conference Finals between Mike Richter and Marty Bredore. But no one single solitary moment meant as much to this country sports-wise, to the entire country sports-wise, as did the Miracle on Ice. It was in the waning years of the Cold War. It was more than a hockey game in a small New York state town. It was more than a hockey game. People know where they were that were around, that were alive, when they found out that the Americans beat the Soviets. And ABC, who held the Olympics at the time, thought that game wasn't going to be as close as it was. They didn't think the Americans could win that game. That's why that game was on tape delay. Because if the Americans had lost, they would have just showed the highlights of it. They didn't mean, it wouldn't have meant anything. But they won. And that great speech from Herb Brooks that was dramatized in the movie, he was right. That team had no business being on the ice with the Russians. The only people that believed in them, believed they could win that game were the 20 guys in that room. And this is why we watch sports. It takes you away from what's going on. It's what made the Yankees losing in 2001 even harder for people because it was right after 9-11. The city needed the Yankees to win that World Series. Fortunately, in the end, they didn't get it. But did the Yankees and Arizona Cardinals put on a show that kept people's minds off of the tragedy that was 9-11? It's, it's, it's sports brings people together. And that one single game had more people brought together than any other sporting event in this country's history. It was 37 years ago. 
tonight's the. But here's what people forget about that game. They still had to win one more game. Beating the Russians was great. They had to win. They had to beat Finland. They had to beat Finland to win the win the gold medal. And they ultimately did. We'll get into that tonight. We'll get into a lot more tonight. This is the George Bruce Show here. It's uh, February 22nd, 2017. Tonight before the NBA trade deadline, which you know us, we don't talk much NBA. I do remember back in 2011 when the Knicks made the trade for Carmelo Anthony. And I remember how guys on this network thought it was a big deal how the Knicks were going to be automatically back because they got Carmelo Anthony. How's that working out for you, Knicks fans? How's it working out? Carmelo's done nothing in New York. Never collect a paycheck. He is a guy. And everybody killed that draft. It was the LeBron and him draft. Does anybody remember who went between Carmelo and LeBron? That was Darko Milicic. How did that work out for for the Pistons? That didn't work out real well. This is the problem with the NBA. Teams that are down, unless they hit it rich with the ping pong balls, is good. Look at the Sixers. They had the first round, first overall pick as many times in a row as they had to pick in the top five as often as they have, and they can't get it right. The NBA needs New York to be in the playoffs. And the Knicks are never bad enough to where winning the lottery for them is more not more than a pipe dream. Oh, that's when they have a first-round pick because they've made so many bad deals in the past where they've traded all those picks away. Even when they are bad enough, the pick's gone. Somebody else has it. New York is a basketball town. Don't let Yankee fans get it twisted. Don't let New York fans, don't let Yankee fans let you think that New York's a baseball town. It's not. New York's a basketball town. The height of the Big East. When the Knicks were good. The garden was rocking. Ten ninety four finals. When it was both the Knicks and the Rangers there, people only cared about the Rangers when they won. The Knicks were the story. The Knicks were the story that year. They needed Mike to go play baseball for them to get there. Major League Baseball is destroying itself. They're overregulated. 
the umpires in Major League Baseball today think that they're the game. They think that they run the game. And it's true. Umpires do run the game. But I will tell you this. Do you go see a baseball game and see the umpires? <laughs> no, you don't. I've never once went to a game with an umpire's hat and T-shirt on. Never once. Major League Baseball has to do something with the umpires. That's what they need to focus on. Congratulations. You've taken intentional walks out of the game. Great. Tell me how much time you're actually going to save by doing away. Did the pitcher actually throw in the four balls to the plate? Tell me how much time that really is going to save. I bet you it's less than a minute a game. Intentional walks don't hurt baseball. Tony LaRusa bringing the specialists into baseball ruined the pace of play. Owners not giving managers and teams' chances to gel and become something has ruined it. Every co- every manager is coaching for his job nightly. Bring back doubleheaders on Sundays. 162 games in Major League Baseball is ridiculous. They won't do away with that either because that's 81 gates. In a sport where they cry poverty. Nobody is going broke that owns a professional team today. There's too much money involved. And if you don't think that's the case, and you don't think that that's a big problem, Go to Fanatics. Go to MLB Shop. When they sit there and they put out buttloads of merchandise for spring training, there's hats, there's new jerseys, there's new sweatshirts, there's new T-shirts. Tell me again how baseball is hemorrhaging money. Maybe some point people will sit there and say, you know, enough's enough. I can't keep doing this. I can't keep pumping money out. I can't keep spending money. But people do. People will run to their local hat store. They will run to Lids to buy Yankee spring training hats that are hideously ugly, by the way. 
They're hideous. Pinstripes on the hat bill. That's disgraceful. And Mr. Steinbrenner is rolling over in his grave when he sees this. Rolls over in his grave when he sees what his kids are doing to the New York Yankees. Joe Torrey put his foot down. He says, I'm not wearing all this crap. I'm not changing my jacket every year because you tell me to, because you want to sell a jacket. Now they don't care. Now it's, we'll tell the company line if it puts more money in our coffers. And believe you me, Yankees aren't hurt. They're not sitting there selling the naming rights to Yankee Stadium, which they probably should have done. But they didn't want the corporate greed. Or they didn't want to be labeled as corporate greedy. But they are. It's the reason why there's a soccer team that plays there, ruins the outfield, that condenses the home schedule. Just look at the Yankees' home schedule. Compare that to the MLS. You see the Yankees aren't home for 10 days at a time. It kills the businesses around Yankee Stadium. Because the Yankees only want one person to make money, and it's them. They don't want the little guy to make money. They want to bang the season ticket holders. They just want to keep banging on them. To the point where people don't want to buy Yankee season tickets anymore. Because when it used to be the old days when you'd have six games in a week, seven games in a week, maybe ten, twice a year. And you know me, I worked up there. By the end of that ten-game home swing, there's nobody up there well before a game. You don't see regulars every day. But the NHL will mess that up, too. You know they will. The NHL has the NHL figures out ways to screw everything up. This year it started with putting in bye weeks for teams. Next year they're going to double down. If you're going to put two bye weeks in, send them to the Olympics. Shut the sport down. Shut the sport down for two weeks. No, they can't do that, though. Because Reebok doesn't own that license. Because Adidas doesn't own that license. Nike does. And they don't want to play ball with everybody. Go back. You've listened to the show before. You've heard us talk about it. The NHL is a store in 6th Avenue in New York. 6th Avenue. No, 5th. They're on 6th. They're over there by the Fox News building. They're on 6th Avenue. In a store that 
doesn't cater to the locals. It caters to the stars, and I understand that. You're in business to make money, and Sidney Crosby makes money. Sidney Crosby makes money. Alex Ovechkin makes money. The Devils don't push merchandise. The Bruins in New York don't push merchandise. But the NHL doesn't want you to know that. So what do they do? They order limited amounts of their stuff and sell it out. And go, okay, we had it. They'll have 9,000 Rangers things. Well, the Rangers play 15 blocks away. Kill him a little man. Kill the little guy. What do they want to do? They don't want to be part of the areas they're in. That's the problem with pro sports. And I understand when it comes to football, it's kind of hard to pop a football stadium down a you know, residential area. only place that works is Green Bay. where the team can control everything because they have 10 dates, possibly 12, possibly 13. Make all the money. Big show playing tonight. Brian will join us in a little bit. You're listening to the, What's, the George Bruce Show on the What's Brewing Sports Radio Network. I have to have what could possibly be the worst computer on the planet. Could quite possibly be. When you look at I know we owe you a break. We'll get to it. Just as soon as we can. All right, here we go. about Headblade, check us out at headblade.com. What is up, my friend? Uh, How we doing? Eh, can't complain. 
I have the worst the computer big... when it comes to staying connected to the internet. Why? What I do don't have? know. I got uh, what an Asus, whatever, dude. I got it for like two hundred bucks at at Best Buy. No. You're being uh, hacked by the Russians, maybe. It could be, or the or the DNC, or the DHS. Um, <laughs> probably in your case, probably the DNC. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I was. Uh, you know, you look at just the way sports has become. All right, and, mm-hmm. and this is something like we talk about a lot. When you look at how. Even how sports is covered now, you know, it's it's pretty funny how places just can't. Like, could you imagine what the talk would have been? Let's go back thirty-seven years today, and like okay. around that Russian U.S. hockey game. Oh, forget it. They have imagine no the, shot. Could you, could you imagine what's the tweets her going doing? on? Yeah. What's her Reagan doing? Would have been, yep. Reagan would have been thrown into it. Mm-hmm. We would have been siding with Gorbachev. You know, stuff like that. Who? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you get my drift on that. <laughs> yeah. But like But like I, I sit here and 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 this is something that I don't understand. I'm watching tweet the uh, Twitter last night. Mm-hmm. And people are tweeting and I look, Twitter is a great vehicle. Mm-hmm. Unless, of course, you are in the sports media. Mm-hmm. And here's why. I'm sitting there last night, and Sweeney Murdy, who works for WFAN, throws out to fans, what do you think of the decision to do away with the four pitches for the intentional walk? Okay. And he just gets bombarded by stupidity. Mm -hmm. And I firmly believe Just because you cover a sport does not mean you know anything about the sport. Just because you cover a sport every day does not mean that you are a baseball aficionado. Mm -hmm. I don't think Sweeney Murray knows a damn thing outside the Yankees. Mm -hmm. And outside Major League Baseball. I don't think he knows how to play the game. I don't think 
But what happens well, is you, you know, have yeah. people mm-hmm. who are passionate that just lose their minds because it's taking away from the traditional baseball. What do you think? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't listen. I, I I think you have to look at this in a much different way for baseball, right? The average game time has gone up over almost forty minutes in the last three four decades, right? Mm-hmm. And and that's a problem. I mean, baseball is one hundred and sixty two game grind. It's a slower game by default anyway. Um, some yeah. things are out of their control. I mean, the advent of money ball, the advent of on-base percentage being more of an emphasis. You just have teams like Red Sox, Yankees in their prime that would just take a lot of pitches. They take pitches, they foul pitches off, foul pitches off, and there's some things you just can't control. Um, but I do think if there are some things like this, I mean, let's be honest. What I guess my counter is, what is the downside? Like, how many times has someone thrown – unintentional walk and the ball gotten past the catcher. Point point zero 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 one percent. I mean I gotta imagine that Okay. You know but in a, all right, so in a major league season mm-hmm. you gotta figure there's Oh, I'm gonna try to do the math here. This is gonna be bad. <laughs> so if you went um, for eight times one sixty-two equals, and how many games are there in Major League Baseball a year? Well, oh, one hundred sixty. Well, there's one hundred sixty-two. How many teams are there? Thirty. Mm-hmm. Okay, hold on. I'll I'll hook you up. Just need a minute. My brain is not functioning well. I think it's like 2,400 games, something like that. I think you're in the right ballpark. So are there 30 teams okay. right now? Or, or... Yeah. All right, so let's say it's 2430. Yeah, so times, 162, say, 162 times 30, right? So that 4,860 means... games. <clears throat> There's 4,860 no, games in it. No, it's 2430. I think it's 2,430 games. It's 162 games a a, a piece, right? Divided by 15, but multiplied by 15. Why 15? Because because everybody plays. Well, everybody plays 162 times. Mm -hmm. So you're only timing half the teams? I guess that's right, right? Is mine just math just weird on that? Okay, so once one sixty-two times eight is twelve thousand nine hundred and six. I'm just trying to think of how many. Here's what every team gets: either fifty-four. There's either fifty-four outs or fifty-one in every game. So. One time twenty-four times. That's 120,000 plate appearances in a given mm-hmm. season. It's almost 124,000, right? 
if there's a thousand walks, a thousand intentional walks in a major league season, that's a lot. That's less than one percent. That's a lot, and that's less than one percent of the at bats in a game. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, he, he, just to give you an idea, <clears throat> I mean, I can't get the the yearly totals, but Barry Bonds has the all time record with 120 intentional walks in 2004, and then 68 and yeah. 61. So really. The all-time leaders average under 60, mm-hmm. 40 walks. So you figure a thousand may even be a high number. Mm, <laughs> it may be like 500. I'll peek in at Baseball Reference to see if they had. Uh, If they had some raw mm-hmm. numbers on how many there are a year. Yearly league leaders. So the league leaders last year mm-hmm. had 20. The league leader last <laughs> year had 20. Not much. Mm-mm. If that takes away, what does it take, a minute to do that? Maybe a minute. Uh, okay. Yeah, right. I'd say about a minute. Mm-hmm. So that's a minute. And then there's always a pitch and change after it. Usually. So that turns into five minutes. You're still going to have the pitch and change. Probably. So here's the question. Why are you doing this? When what you should be doing is not go, dude. A guy has thrown in the bullpen for ten minutes beforehand. He's loose. The fact that you're giving that guy seven pitches to warm up on the mound is ridiculous. How about two? How about this? Don't go to commercial break then. How can soccer, which is the most boring sport on the planet, Play ninety Careful. minutes of running time. <laughs> no, it is. That's good. To Americans, it is. Mm-hmm. But it's the most boring sport on the planet, where you could fit a commercial in here and there. How does NASCAR, mm-hmm. which has so much time in the middle of the friggin' race not to do a damn thing, not go to commercials? But baseball has to have a commercial. Well, Every NASCAR and soccer have advertisements on their jerseys and cars to probably compensate for that, I would say. That's one yeah. thing. Well, no, because, but, yeah, but those sponsors pay those teams. Yeah. How about this one? But when they do go to a commercial, it's sponsored by Chevy it's sponsored by Ford, sponsored by whoever, mm-hmm. and they yep. cut quarter box to the commercial, three quarters of the screen is still the race. Mm-hmm. So why can't baseball do that? I don't need to listen to Michael Kay then. He could, you know, get himself a glass of water, take a piss, do whatever. <laughs> but let's not let these guys – and look, where are all the bullpens now? In the outfield. So this guy's got to jog in. That's a minute. 
I could say it down. But baseball, to me, is a sport that doesn't have a clock for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, that's well, why that makes it in Little League. Yeah. But it's one of those things that make Little League so why Little League has a 10-run rule. Because if you're a bad team and you don't have a pitcher that night, guess what? <laughs> Thank God oh, yeah. for the 10-run rule. Because that's the only way you're getting the hell out of there. We didn't have the tunnel rule in Little League. We used to win by 30. <laughs> yeah, and how great. See, we used to have a two-hour timeline. It was like wrestling. You'd almost hear them say, with, like, we would joke around on the bench. Oh, with TV time remaining. <laughs> you know? It's like bring back yeah. the old days of ter- territorial wrestling. Yeah. Well, I think I think what what baseball's doing here is testing the waters, feeding to the millennials. Well, that, but also I think they're they're they know the union is not going to go for certain things, right? I think they're trying to ease them into a few ideas with something that's the path of least resistance, you know, a, a, an intentional walk. Um, but I do think George, I hate to say it, and I. I don't even know if this is a millennial thing anymore. I think that's part of it. But be honest, man, we are busier than ever. Um, more sports have become more prominent since baseball was in its heyday in the 70s and 60s and 80s. There's just a lot more distracting us than ever before, right? People are working longer I... hours, like I said. You know, people are DVRing more shows. There's more – the entertainment options have gone up a hundredfold since the days when baseball was was prominent. And I think they recognize that, hey, you know, there are some there are probably some loose things that they can do to speed the game up. But let's be honest, George, what's the difference in time between the American League and National League game? I mean, is it the designated hitter in in a sense that's really making the games along? No. I Look, here's the thing that's happened, and I can go in the last last 15, 20 years and tell you what the biggest problem with it is. Mm -hmm. The ball's not put in play enough. I was reading an article the other night about the Super Bowl. You know, and it had to do with, like, it was basically, like, written written about how, like, Atlanta fans were crying. So, of course, I read it. Okay. (laughs) Out of a (laughs) 60-minute... Or sixty was it sixty four playing time minute game? Mm-hmm. The ball mm-hmm. was in play for sixteen of those minutes. Isn't that crazy? And we can't get enough of and we can't get enough of football in this country. We can't. I know. Yeah. Think about the actual amount of time. It was sixteen minutes. I mean, yeah. Isn't that crazy? And just 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 speak to. I, I was telling you about my old neighbor who played 10 games, right? Mm-hmm. He played 10 NFL games in a season. Average, what, 12 minutes a game? Yep. He's on the offense. That's about maybe six, seven minutes. So basically for 60-something minutes of live action, he was completely mm-hmm. torn up for two or three months and had, had had to recover physically. Yeah. I mean, just let that Yeah, because all the work how, is... Yeah. I mean, just the game, the, from the games, though, he said the hits, 
you know, it just takes a lot out of you. <clears throat> and it's, you know, it speaks to how this is why football needs that time off. Yeah. I mean, it's not, you know, extending the season is not going to help the sport of football. It's perfect the way it is. It does not need to be altered. Yeah, it's perfect. The playoffs are perfect. Uh, we expand it to all the teams so I can get in. No, because then it turns into college football. I'm kidding. I know. No, you tell me the Bills should really be in a bowl think... at seven and nine. <laughs> no, I, I think there's too much college football. But that's just besides one. Like when Rutgers oh, is that's in the international. That's a whole. Yeah, well, yeah. Are they waving that flag high right now these days? <laughs> I doubt it. But, but no, I, yeah. I get what you mean. Yeah, they less is more sometimes. Yeah. But, see, the thing with baseball is the intentional walk, I don't have a problem with the guy throwing the four pitches. Mm-hmm. Get up there and just throw the fucking ball four times. You don't have to look in for a sign. All you're doing is catching and throwing it. It shouldn't be that freaking hard. Yeah. I'm okay with this. You don't, I'm okay with this rule, personally. I'm all right with it. I hate it. I, this is another I'm reason why. This is why baseball is losing me. As a fan, the putting the clock in between innings doesn't make sense to me. I think it's horseshit because because sometimes you are doing it for a plethora of reasons. Mm-hmm. When it comes down to it, if baseball really wants to speed up the game. You don't need two and a half minutes, three minutes of commercials between every half inning. Yeah, that, that would definitely help. But they're never going to give that money back. See, that money spent. Fox has to make the money back for paying a half a billion dollars. Yeah, but like to have said, there's other creative ways that they could do it. Yeah. You don't need that between every friggin' inning. You don't need to have this call to the bullpen brought to you by everything in baseball is spot. You ever listen to a Yankee game on the radio? Yeah, but with John and Susan. Oh, it's just yeah, it's insufferable. I mean, the farm report is brought to you by Cumberland Farms. That's Cumberland Farms. Get yourself a 99-cent coffee, John. Everything is sponsored. Whatever happened, what happened to that thing where they were doing away with the bullpen phones? I haven't seen the, the iPhone 7 in the dugout yet. I haven't seen the Galaxy in the dugout yet. Oh, the Galaxy may blow up. Oh, no, that's the Note 7. (laughs) I haven't seen those wind up in the dugout yet. Whatever happened to that one? I thought T-Mobile bought all this sponsorship, and I haven't seen it yet. Yankees are still sponsored by AT&T. There's pictures... Ball scratch brought you, know you by you know, monkey. You know what the average time? You know what the average time of a baseball game was in 1920? 
Yeah, it's probably about two hours. One hour and 47 minutes. Yeah. What didn't they have then? Commercials. <laughs> that's, that's a big part of it. Well, I think there's also... What, did they, what didn't they have? Specialized... They didn't have as many pitching... Yeah, yeah Tony specialized bullpen matchups. You can make an argument for that. He's the guy that brought all the specialists in. Blame Tony LaRusso. But we'll put him in the Hall of Fame because he harbored steroid users. Uh, Did we just say baseball? <laughs> I'm still bitter about that. But see, here's the you thing. You are. Baseball, too. Baseball, for me, is a conversation game. You're, you sit there. You conversate with your friend, you know, the people that sit around you. You second-guess the manager at every chance you get. They're taking that away from you. Because people, like I said last week, the Twitter, the being on the phone, the people not showing up mm-hmm. before the game because they want to go get an extra toot on because it's cheaper across the street than it is in the stadium. There's a myriad of reasons for why. Is it though? I think the biggest reason. I think baseball's biggest problem is baseball. Is baseball really that boring? Baseball is. Base. I'd rather watch paint dry. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, that boring? Or why would I rather watch paint yeah. dry? Why is baseball that boring? Baseball's. Re- because it's just. I don't think baseball's that boring. At this point. I don't think it is. At I mean, this point, I mean, it's just that fucking boring. Let's be honest. There are times of a hockey game that are very boring, too. Yes, but ba- but hockey could change on an instant. That, so could baseball home runs. I mean, I, I, mean but, I get what you're yeah, saying, but, but... But, all right, so you know what? Hey, we're down to the point where we're taking out the intentional walk. How about when a guy hits the ball over the fucking fence, he just sits there and doesn't run around the bases? Why don't we do that? No, nah, that's yeah. No, nah, I I agree with you. There, there has to be because again, there, there is a take threshold. That out, yeah. Look, it started with little league. I just put them on. Why? Because you're afraid of your guys throwing the ball. I understand in little league just putting them on because it takes four pitches from the kid, and he's only got eighty five to work with. Mm-hmm. But. Even with saying that thing with Little League, my problem is this. If a kid is cruising, throwing 85 pitches, and he's not throwing 85, he's not in trouble in the second. He's not in trouble in the third. He's not in trouble in the fourth. Then he's in the fifth, and he's got 85. Okay. Mm -hmm. But if the kid is cruising, and he's facing a team that well, can't swing the bat. That's not putting the ball in play. Mm-hmm. He's got 10, 15, 10 to 11 strikeouts. Yep. That's 35, that's 33 pitches right there. Mm-hmm. How many pitches, you really think about it, how many three and two counts are there in Major League Baseball anymore? Maybe four and eight. Pitchers nibble too much. Hitters don't know the strike zone anymore. 
I blame this. I blame the speed of the game on one thing. It's the guys because this is how they've started to pay. You look at the arbitration thing with Dallin Batantis over the weekend, where the Yankees saying, "Well, five million dollars mm-hmm. for a closer, not for a setup guy." Hey, fuckhead. Game, and this is the problem. I, and I want to get into that too because now I'm starting to get warmed up. <laughs> right? Pitchers nibble too much. Hitters mm-hmm. swing the fucking bat at anything. There are too many strikeouts. If you look at a like you look at a normal Yankee game, the Yankees strike out ten times a game. Dad used to be like 100-yard runners in the NFL, 300-yard passes, 1,000-yard season. The Yankees as a team strike out over 1,000 times a fucking year. And they just added Chris Carter. What's that? <laughs> you can add 200 more to that total. Yeah. Baseball reference, right? I, I really want to look, I want to look up how many numbers. I want to look at this number. How many times did the Yankees strike out last year? You have guys striking out two times a year. You have guys striking out two hundred times a year, and it's not, and nobody cares because because Chris Carter hit thirty thirty bombs last year, so nobody cares. Is the speed of the game really that big of a problem, though? I don't think it is. I don't think it's that. I mean, what I'm saying is I think there are some things that they could do, but I don't think it's going to be take anything drastic. I mean, I do – I hate to say it, dude. I got to believe the speed of a game in the National League is pretty decently much better than the American League because of the designated hitter. Here you go. Ready for this? I got to believe NL games. I don't – I mean, it's got to be at least a 10, 15-minute difference. I'd be willing to bet it is. I mean, wouldn't that in itself fix Are the problem? Right? I hate to say it, but why don't we give it a DH? Because I don't think the DH is the problem. I well, think the problem I is the problem, but one. Yeah. Um, let's see. Time. Uh, let's see. Here we go. The Yankees last year struck out. I was going to say, does this include a run? It does. Oh, 1,188 times. Mm-hmm. Their pitchers had 1,300, almost 1,400 strikeouts. Mm-hmm. So in Yankee games alone, that was 2,500 strikeouts. Yep. There are a lot. I mean, if you look, there's a lot of pitchers down again by 107. I mean, I'm a fantasy nut. There are a lot of pitchers that get about 170 strikeouts now in that range of right. 150 to, to, like, 180. A lot. Remember when 200 strikeouts was, like, an oh-my-God number? Yeah. It's, and, and, you know, the thing is, pitchers are pitching less innings now. And yeah. I, don't know, I, just think, I just think more pitchers are throwing faster, more velocity. I mean, 95 miles an hour used to be a big deal. Now it's pretty normal. You used to not get scouted if you threw less than 892. Yeah. Let's see. Where is it? Strikeouts for nine innings. Where's the strikeouts? 
There you go. Strikeouts. Ready? Max Scherzer mm-hmm. had 284 strikeouts last year. Yep. Verlander had 254. Fernandez had 253. Bumgart, 10th in the league, was 218. Yeah. I, I mean, you want to talk about the problem with baseball. Then you go, just, then you just, for shits and giggles, look at Peter's batting, right? Oh, by the way, up, up set alert in Villanova. Butler's got a four-point lead at Villanova six minutes ago. Look again. Wow. Well, Butler. Anyway. Butler. I Butler. Fight. Yeah, I we, really do. We beat, we beat Butler this year. <laughs> there you go. By the way, I, I have a oh. new saying for St. John's basketball, by the way. We beat, we beat Butler? No, we take the D out of Red Storm. <laughs> I saw that. Oh, it's awful. Yeah, except it, for when they played Without Hall. a doubt. They their defense is so lax and so awful. It's embarrassing. I mean, it, it's embarrassing. The amount of open we'll get to that later. The amount of open shots. It's just like, are you kidding me? Where's the coaching? But anyway, there you go. Getting off track. But anyway, all right. Well, here you go. Because I I just looked it up. Mhm. The tenth place tenth in the strike tenth in strikeouts last year was uh, Mark Trumbo at one seventy. Mm-hmm. Pops was 219. Tenth in walks was Chris Davis at 88. He also led the league in strikeouts with 219. So that's Oof. 307 at bats. So he didn't even put the fucking ball in play. Yeah. And how many, I mean, how many bats did the guy have? How many Are there more strikeouts? Are there more strikeouts for other reasons, too? And, and here's what I'm getting at. Um, remember I was telling you about the on-base percentage, drawing walks and stuff like that? Are mm-hmm. too many teams trying to do that and then the count's 0-2? You know, maybe taking pitches early where they should be swinging and then... I think so. I, I don't know. I don't know if there's a connection between the two or not. I have no idea. But... Hey, Trumbo had 665 plate appearances last year. Oof. How many strikeouts does that guy have? 219. He had a lot of home runs. In 80. He had 38 huh? home runs. He had 38 yeah. home runs. A 221 batting average and a 332 on base percentage. Well, seems out of whack. Like, it's high. Like, that's a high on base for 221. Well, when you get maybe hit by pitch eight yeah. times. Well, when, when you have 96 at-bats where you are either walked or hit by a pitch, and that doesn't even, yep. you know. Uh, oh, yeah. we yep. Eight-point lead for Butler, by the way. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. And, and, and anybody who doesn't think that's the problem, that's the problem. Yeah. Guys don't put the ball uh-huh. in play enough. Whatever happened to being a contact hitter? You don't get paid being a contact hitter anymore. That's the problem. That's the problem is that you don't get paid to be a contact hitter anymore. 
you know what? That's why Derek Jeter's going to the Hall of Fucking Fame. Because he's a contact hitter. He put the ball in play. That's true. How many true. games do you watch where it's first and there's a runner on second, less than two outs, and the guy can't hit mm-hmm. the ball to the right side to get him over to third? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How many times is it where there's less than two outs and the guy's on third base and the guy can't get the ball in the air? Granted, that's partially pitching. It's definitely partially yep. pitching. But it's majority, it's the hitters. Because all they're trying to do is put the ball into the 13th row so they can get paid. Because why? Because when steroids were in baseball, who got paid? The home run guys. Yeah, there's something to that. I, You know, maybe, too, maybe teams... I don't know. There's just some more emphasis on on pitching with these teams because they know pitching is so big. Wow, this is this is a legit upset, George. We got an 11 point lead for Butler with four minutes to go. Nova yeah, may be going that. down at home. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's nice to see them lose on their home court, not playing at the Spectrum. I know. Well, yeah. Please, yeah. <laughs> you don't lose no matter what, but that's, that's the point. I didn't realize Jay um, Wright was 55 years old. Oh, yeah. He's been coaching for a while. Like, I, I, I didn't think he was that – like, I'm watching the scene all game the other day, by the way. Another shit. Yeah. Show. Well, they're up and down. They're just – I don't know. You never know what to expect from that team. Yeah. But shit show. Um <laughs> Whatever. Moving on. I, I, I can't do this anymore. I can't do baseball anymore. All right, let's so see. I'll put a bow on it. We'll go to our next topic. By the way, if baseball's so boring on TV, why the fuck is Major League Baseball Network carrying 175 preseason games? They're fine. Baseball's Listen, the only there's... sport where people, like, plan. Their, like, I know there are people. <clears throat> Who plan their day around spring training Yankee games? Get the fuck over yourself. Yeah, George, here's the thing, okay? Maybe people aren't watching as much anymore, as consistently, but people are still paying attention. I think so. It's become a regional. It's become a re. Baseball's healthy right now, by the way. Here comes. <laughs> Remember I said there was an upset brewing? Yeah. See this meltdown by Butler here? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think they hopefully they weathered it, but man, that was that was an awful sequence. You had two steals. Yeah. Oh, that was couldn't awful. get the ball in there. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was just. Um, but anyway, I mean, the game is but, pretty healthy right now, George. I mean, let's just scan around I the league. I mean, look at the friend. I mean, just 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 think about this, okay? San Francisco's healthy franchise. LA is a healthy franchise. You know, Anaheim. There's so the many dog. teams you get. You know. Texas. Yeah. I mean, you know, Houston, Houston's on the comeback trail. And they don't even have to um, be good, but San Diego's healthy. Like, yeah. Well, San Diego is, you know, San, San Diego to me is just an existence because it's great weather. I mean, there's really nothing else going. It's a beautiful place. But they also have a new state. Nobody, nobody yeah. cares about winning down there. They, they just don't. They don't. That's why the Chargers are in L.A. That's a different topic. 
But <laughs> but but that's the pro- that's the point I'm making. Baseball's yeah. not hurting. You ha- you just came off the like highest rated World Series you ever had. Yep. In two non traditional media mar- or one non traditional media market. Mhm. I mean, maybe maybe the, maybe the solution is starting the games a little earlier. I mean, you know, maybe World Series games should start seven. Why don't you make them seven inning games? Mm, I don't like that. Make it seven then innings. Gonna me- One thing about baseball, George, numbers are very yeah. important. Okay, numbers in baseball are very important. 3,000 hits, 700 plus home runs. I think you start messing with that. I think you just, you know, I, I just, I think what you said is right. If you could have less breaks and incorporate commercials and advertising a different way, to shave about 10 minutes off the game, I think that would be fine. You know, I, I don't thing, think... But listen, you give me a one nothing pitch... Yeah. But no. You give me a one nothing pitcher's duel. That yeah. two and a half hours, I'm in on every pitch. Yeah. Remember that I agree. 09... I agree. Remember that 09 Yankee-Red Sox game that went to extra innings? Mm-hmm. That A Rod hit the wall. I remember. I remember. I was involved on every pitch of that game. That game was five hours long. I was invested on every pitch because of how great that game was. A three and a half hour baseball the... game that's ten to five. I give me, give me the fuck out of here. Tell me what the score is when it's over. Well, you know, but you know what, you can say that about a lot of events now. I mean, the Sabres played the Blackhawks the other night. It was a it was a five one drubbing, but by the middle of third yeah. period, I was like, ah, who cares? I mean, you know, exactly. Is the, I mean, that's just gonna happen. I mean, not every game is close. Uh, granted, I <sighs> understand that, but see, the difference between the NFL and hockey, as opposed to baseball and basketball. Everybody goes 60 and 60 in baseball. Unless you don't. Everybody goes 60 and 60. It's what you do with the other 42 games. It depends on if you're going to the World Series or you're picking. God only knows what you're picking. Because nobody knows. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, Major League Baseball. You know, know, love or hate John Sterling. He's always talked about If you win three out of five games, you're about 100. We're almost close to 100 win team. I mean, it's not – so basically twice, three times a week, you're going to lose two and a half times a week, but you're a great team. So that's why I don't I don't live and die with every pitch because I look at baseball oh, in 10-game no, cycles. I can't do that yet. No, I look yeah. at baseball in 10-game cycles. Don't bother me I, with baseball I, until July. Yeah, no, but I do mean, listen, I, 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 like when the Yankees play Boston four times, I'm like, hey, let's get a split. Like I don't say to myself every pitch – no, let, let's just – Analyze it, you know. No. Watch the games, enjoy. It's, you know, I, I trend in and out of the It's games. not like when they had that five-game weekend series up in Fenway. What was that, oh nine ten when they had to bring an outlier to pitch one of the games? Maybe 11. Yeah. yeah. That was must-see TV. Yep. That's the problem. I hate to tell baseball, but your biggest problem now is your unbalanced schedule. Mm-hmm. 
that's part Here's of it. No but I think why. the one thing, like I said, the one thing about football is, Joe, I mean, George, and I say this about college and the NFL, I firmly believe both sports, you can make an argument, are better in the regular season. What I, I mean so. is, now, again, I, I know you're a Patriot fan. I know you've seen some great moments. I, I'm not saying that's the reason. But yeah. baseball, the postseason of baseball? Yeah. I mean, let me ask you this. Okay, let me just ask you this. Forget your page. I know you're a Patriot fan, okay? Yeah. Game seven of that Chicago-Cleveland World Series, to me, Dude, I took was off still, from work was still that night to be home to watch on, Yeah. Still more on the edge of the seat to me than the Super Bowl. Even though New England had a dramatic comeback, and I know they won, it's there was just something about you know. I mean, just think about that 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 home run from Roger Davis. I mean, I know you hate LeBron, but LeBron's going nuts, and it's you're just stunned. Like you cannot believe this happened. Like it's just baseball has that element that. Is still there, and I, I, I think I, I agree. I, I do think baseball recognizes some issues, and I do think there are things that they can do. But it's just going to take time, you know. And you mm. got to incorporate things slowly. I don't think they should be throwing five or six rules. I think it should start with the intentional walk. Let's see what happens. You know, if there's a yeah, couple I think of small the thing. things they could do. Yeah, but I think you're right about you that. I think you're, but you know, one more thing, George. As a being a okay. pitcher, you do need to come out. You can't just go out there and start pitching. Okay. In between innings, you know, if you're sitting, in on, if you're sitting on the bench, no. But if it's you're text, sitting, text, uh, so what you're no. saying is, oh, go ahead. Watch a game. Go to a stadium. Watch a game. Mm-hmm. The pitcher doesn't come out generally with the infielders. Hmm. <laughs> He knows. I'm how talking about in between innings here. Are you, are you talking from the bullpen? I saw you talking about in between. No, I'm talking I'll about. Talk, in you're talking innings. in between innings. Okay. The starting pitcher does not go running out to the mound as soon as the third the third out is made. No. He knows he has two minutes. He knows he needs about five throws to get it ready. He walks out there halfway through the commercial break. Mm-hmm. Get his ass out there. Because he knows how yep. long it is. Yes. He's got, he's got a guy in each dugout telling you how long it is. Yeah. Oh, so two and a half minute one. Oh, I only need about five pitches to get it going. Mm-hmm. Again. I could do that in a minute 15. How often do you see it? The only place you ever see it now is Williamsport. And the College World Series, where you see a backup catcher running out there to warm up the pitcher. You never see that yeah. anymore. Well, maybe that's something they could work on. I mean, not right there. You could shave two, like a minute, a minute, a minute. A minute. You could shave 14, 15 minutes right there. That's 20 minutes. It's 20 minutes right there. Problem solved. Problem solved. <laughs> you got everything else sponsored. Might as well sponsor those, too. Yeah, that's true. I, I'm kind of with you on it. Right. Maybe the dynamic right. of commercials has to change. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm I'm not disagreeing with you. You know, I, I do think there 
our creative ideas they could get. Because advertising is a necessary evil of sports and television. It just has to happen. So, okay, moving on. Yeah, move on. Big. Tr- there was a big trade made over the weekend in the NBA with mm-hmm. DeMarcus Cousins finally getting traded. Yep. To the Pelicans. It seemed like every team that had something in that just didn't pull the trigger on it. Yeah. Celtics were in on it. Vladi Divac come out and saying that. Well, I had better trades for him two days ago. What the hell took you so long then? Yeah, I, you know, I was thinking about that comment. Um, I know people are killing Vladi for it. And you I know agree, what the sad part is? He's probably the best big man on that team. Oh, on, on Sacramento? They, were, they needed to trade Cousins. It's just the return. That's a problem to me. You know, but it's just all right, not so now enough. Let me throw this one out there. We can say whatever you want about the NBA and the return. Here's what we don't understand as fans. The NBA, and I heard this on a Cowherd show the other day. Do you know the Knicks can't make the trade rose for Blake Griffin straight up? They can't. They can't because in the CBA, no, yeah, there's something that has to do with the wording of their contracts. Yep. Don't there's tell me you want parity. Picks NBA. in the same year of a picks, yeah. yeah, picks in the same year or, or a lot, something like that because they have. It's ridiculous. I mean, the whole thing is crazy. So this is why the NBA is what it is. Yeah. The great thing about football is, and what have we always heard? Every August, there's a chance that one of 32 teams can win the Super Bowl. By uh, October 1st, we know that's a bunch of bullshit. You know, I could take you to task on this one. I mean, but, all right. so let's here's, be honest. Here's why there's I the say. same group of teams that win. It's but about like a half said, But every year, yeah. mm-hmm. you feel like you have a chance. Yeah. In 2001... Nobody in their wildest dreams saw New England win the fucking Super Bowl. No. Nobody I mean, saw, I mean, nobody saw the Rams Carolina the going. Nobody saw the Carolina Panthers going to the Super Bowl at fifteen and one. True. Nobody saw the Giants the two years they were winning, winning the Super Bowl. Everybody thought those were mm-hmm. New England's to lose, which they did. Yeah, but you know. But listen, I mean. You know, everybody rags Your on Seattle players. won the Super Bowl. Nobody saw that. Yeah. Everybody rags on baseball about this. Yeah. Anybody see anybody see Cleveland going to the World Series last year? No. Anybody see St. Louis on September 11th had a point one zero one percent chance of making the wild card win the World Series? Um, meaning, if you look at since 2000, there's been more variety in the World Series results and teams than in the NFL. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. which preaches parity. NFL talk, can talk parity all they want. You get certain teams that make the playoffs and stuff, but at the end of the day, it's usually the same cast of characters that keep winning the Super Bowl. You all. There's a, there's a handful, not just the Patriots, though. It's Pittsburgh. It's, you know, what I mean is, you know, what I just I mean, think it's a misnomer. Right, so we'll get it I, I, I don't get Since 2001, yeah. since 2000, mm-hmm. the AFC has been represented by who? New England? Ford. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Baltimore, Indianapolis, Denver. And, Denver. and Manning has the That's common link between Denver and Indianapolis. Yeah. So let's just call it four teams. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I don't want to hear about the NFL. Oh, it's parody. It's great. No, it's not. It, it's, it's the most overrated concept I've ever heard in my entire life. And I love how people mm-hmm. say, oh, the Yankees have such a big payroll. The White Sox won the World Series. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty the Yankees of examples. Yankees' big payroll was never why they won. The Yankees mm, won one year spending the most money. But they won once with spending the most money. I agree. When I'm they sure. started out spending everybody by tons, did they win? No. Nope. Mussina never won. The Giambi never won. Nope. The Dodgers aren't winning either. No. No, How do we go from basketball? No, I mean, that's what we do. I mean, you know, but, I mean, the NBA, it's even, you know, it's it's another thing. If you don't. Generally speaking, if you do not have one of the top ten players in the league, you're not winning an NBA championship. If you don't have three top ten players in the NBA, you're not winning an NBA championship. Uh, yeah, but I do think you know if you have the, you need to at least have a top five. I mean, LeBron. I mean, top five. Yeah, LeBron, you have to have a top Duncan, five and have two other guys in the top in the top fifteen. Top twenty at that. least, yes, uh, maybe twenty. I, I agree with you. I got to that point, but I think it's been that way a lot longer than we realize. But the NBA's always been like that. Yeah, bird. It's just that Daniel David right? Stern knew mm-hmm. how to fix the lottery to make sure he spread out the talent. Yep. I mean, people can talk what they want about. He needed Florida. Orlando to be viable. So he yep. fixed it so that they had Shaq and Penny. Mm-hmm. He needed the Knicks viable, so he gave them Patrick Ewing. Mm-hmm. He needed Cleveland to get LeBron, so Cleveland got LeBron. And then when LeBron left, he needed to replace him, so they got him Kyrie Irving with full intentions knowing that LeBron was going back. Mm-hmm. Also the NBA won the Andrew Wiggins. Also won it with Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. Yeah. And since Stern's left, who's won the lottery the most? The Sixers. The, in a sport that paralyzes you for tanking, doesn't do anything. Because they keep giving the Sixers the first overall pick, and they suck. They can't get a goddamn thing right. 
You may trade Oka for. He wants out of there. He never even wanted to get drafted there. I would touch that guy. If he, he why? Because he's been. He, and you know what the sad part is? The kid's been so tainted by playing there that he's his, his talent's kind of shit. Uh, I I I never was big on him. I I, I liked him in college, but that doesn't mean he was a kid my, that yeah, should have stayed in college two years. Probably. Probably. Um, you know I don't know. It's. I mean, but but you know the sad part is, is that the NBA a lot like most sports. Especially the NBA, like I think one of Sacramento's problems has been very much what the Knicks have had problems with. They pick seven, they pick eight, they pick eight, they pick seven. Sacramento never picks number one. Number two. You know that? Sacramento's mm-hmm. always been about twenty-five games, twenty-seven games, twenty. It's like the Knicks. And guess what? Hey, the only time the Knicks have picked in a top four since I believe really. Was Virginia. <laughs> All the mm-hmm. picks that everybody talks about, bad they are, Michael Sweetman and stuff like that, they have picked the ninth overall. Tenth overall, there are a lot of bucks in that part of the game. You could go on and on about, you know, it, it, and it's just, it, it's the unwritten rule. Like, I know Sacramento's getting killed, and I think they kind of should, but honestly, where are they going with the Marcus Cunningham? I mean, I, I think there's something with that guy. I, I'm not sure I'd want him on my team. I wouldn't be so thrilled if I'm the one. Until nope. I see what he does. Yep. Ready for this one? But I get so here's the thing yeah. I was telling you. Oh. Yeah. I got Here you go. Got one for you. Sure. John Calipari was asked. Okay. Um... About you said John Calipari, and I'm already. Like, <laughs> you're ready. I picked your interest, huh? John yes. Calipari says he has a formula, at least a theoretical one, to top all the NBA super teams and take the NBA title. In a interview with Bleacher Report, Calipari said those teams beating those teams would be simple. Put together a Mount Rushmore of Kentucky former Kentucky players and let them go to work. <laughs> who's your Mount Rushmore? And, well, he says he. This is who he'd tab as a starters: Anthony Davis, John Wall, Carl Anthony Towns, Cousins, and let Anthony be a three. And his shooting guard, he said Devin Booker. Devin Booker. Actually, really good being, but anyway. so then he says. But then my bench would be Bledsoe, Julius Randall, Brandon Knight, Michael Kidd, Gilchrist. Um, John, is it just me, or do <laughs> his players? Are they not just a little bit underwhelming at the next level? Except for Anthony. Well, Anthony Davis, just, he has health issues. 
Um, Julius Randle, eh. You know, I, I'm with you. I'm kind of with you on this. If you really think about it, and Cowherd said this, so I'm going to give him credit for this. They mm-hmm. fit into two categories. Extremely talented, mm-hmm. but underwhelming. Or extremely mm-hmm. talented in major league head cases. Yeah, I would agree. Cousins is a major headache. A major headache. And, for, and it was funny because all these people would say, would come back and say, Celtics have to give up the Nets pick for Cousins. No. Why? No. Oh, the Celtics, she should, you know what trade they should make right now? None. They should take the number None. one overall pick. No, 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 no. Even if, no, they have plenty to trade without that pick. What I'm saying is they, but, I wouldn't do anything until I get that number one pick and I figure out what I got. I would, if, what, you're going to have your pick, which isn't going to be a lottery pick because of how bad the NBA East is. You still have another first-round pick. At some point. They have to realize. Okay. Trading for Paul George doesn't make sense. Trading that pick for Cousins doesn't make sense. And if you don't think this is the year for the number one pick, call Ben and Silver and tell him to fix it again. This is the problem with the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. They should fix it. In every state. Except football, which I I really think if you just miss the playoffs, you should actually have a better chance. I think they should reverse it. Yeah. Imagine if, if. But then that helps the parity. Yeah, but you know what? It also helps those games at the end of the season that really don't mean much. Actually, mean yeah. You know, twenty-eight win Knicks team against a 29-win Sacramento team and next saying, hey, if we win, we get a better chance than a lot. versus I mean, you could still get a good chance that a team that has the worst record. You know, certain teams have disaster happen to them. But I don't think you, you know, automatically be rewarded for just tanking. I, I would like to see the opposite way. I like to see a, a, a benefit to teams that try to win. Mm-hmm. By the way, way, are you watching this game still? Yes, I am. You get a breakaway dunk and you peel out to go behind the three-point line to take time off, put the ball in the cylinder. I'm with you. I hope they lose that. <laughs> go up for a layup. Just to for that. It's a three-point play. You had the perfect. You had the perfect inbounds play, mm-hmm. and then you go and you screw it up. I hope. I hope you know. And I hope Butler loses now. Yeah. 
Unless there's a Reggie Miller. I mean, this is a two. Yeah. I mean, this is a two and a half hour college basketball. Yeah, you know, it's complaining about that. No, stuff. Oh, just just it. That's it. Butler's gonna yeah, do it. Me. The Butler did it. That's the other thing. If I still think if you are down by less by more than five with under five seconds to go and you foul, it should be two shots and the ball. That was a wasted foul. Or you should be able to take a ten, or you should take a runoff. I'm just saying. Okay. Moving on. Just Cal Perry. Stupid. He's stupid. Who is he? Yeah. You look at his players in the NBA. Who has ever been as good as you think? I wouldn't even say Marcus Camby at this point. I don't go way back in the team that one. <laughs> but, like, Camby wasn't. Camby was good. There you go. I mean, he was. Oh, well, thank you, you too. Know, he was... I hate, really I like don't Mark... need a picture of everybody. What's that? You start getting into these, though. Kid Girl Chris is 13. You start getting into, like, these lists. Nerlens Noel. Has that kid been any good? Nope. Julius Randle, has he been in anything? Overrated. Like Brandon Knight, overrated. Devin Booker, overrated. Carl Anthony Towns, has he done anything? Yeah, he's good. I, I'm, I'm going to throw him good. I mean, you just go to... You look at his five, his four number one overalls. Derrick Rose. Mm-hmm. Oh, underwhelming. Cool. <laughs> well, let's be fair to Derrick Rose. All right. Knee injuries are really setting him back. Now, I, I don't, I he's still not my type of thing that I want. But, you know, when yeah. he was at his best, he was very, he was very, he was very good. I, I will not take that away. Oh, that's right. He wasn't a Kentucky kid, though. He was a Memphis kid, but that's still a Calipari kid, though. It's still Car- yeah, but that's when Calipari wasn't under the uh, spotlight headlights that he is now. Yeah. Sure. Remember, he only got that job because he couldn't get another job. That's and true. he left that. Then he left that program in shambles. Yeah, I mean, say what you want about him. The guy does win. I mean, I, I he may not. He wins, but does he win? Uh, legally. Well, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> he's the he's the Jerry Tartanian of the era, new era of. Uh, he gives Pete Carroll a run for his money. 
Well, nobody gives positive P to run for his money. That's true. <laughs> no, in bonehead plays in the Super Bowl, Dan Quinn does. <laughs> oh, don't even get me started. I, I don't need to go down that road again. Oh. <laughs> So I'm just like trolling through uh, Instagram the other night, and I see that Mm -hmm. Garth Brooks is playing Philly. I Mm -hmm. says, "Oh crap!" You know, you know, don't have to get paid until Thursday, (laughs) so there won't be any tickets left. He's on his fourth show at the Wells Fargo Center. Really. He's doing four shows there, and I was luckily enough able to buy tickets for to the fourth show. Cool. Really looking forward to it. I've seen I saw Garth at Yankee Stadium last year, which will be the last time I ever step foot in Yankee Stadium, unless they ever retire Tino's number, because that's the only way I'll go mm-hmm. back. My wife won't go. But that's the only way I would go. Only way hmm. I would go is if they retired Tino Martinez's number. Only way. But they're not going to retire Tino's number because they've given it to everybody else. True. By the way, the abortion that will be Derek Jeter's retirement number. Can't wait for that. Uh, I know. Listen. <laughs> I know you hate Jeter. I get it. And I listen. I no. I don't hate Jeter. I'm not a fanboy, <laughs> but I you know I'm looking forward to it just like I would just about anybody else. I don't put him on a pedestal, basically. That way. I don't hate Derek Jeter. I think he's a scumbag. <laughs> um. All right, uh, so a story's been circulating around, and this one's a Brian story because he saw it and told me about it first, so I'm going to let him do it. Um, Brian, a the Brian story. Are we You're the one that WNBA? told me you wanted to talk about it. We're Are talking, we talking about, about the WNBA? The, the National Lesbian Basketball Association? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't mean to laugh. Nobody puts out their eyes level people on that. You know. Hold on one second, okay? Okay. Let me uh, let me bring this up here. Okay. So, well, Wiggins. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, you could have get her name? I could have told you that. No, I just wanted to get the story. I'm reading you up to it. So, you want me to start, or are you going to do the commercial break first? Pay the bill? George Vuitton. 
we are continuing on with the show. So I will find out where he is. Apologize for any technical issues that we are having. So I hope you're enjoying the show tonight. Uh, usually we're on TV. Brian, why is it that we start talking about the Lesbian Basketball Association and I get dropped off? Hmm, interesting. Why is that? Okay, go uh, ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so, all right, so b- back to the story. So, Candace, Candace Wiggins, you know, mm-hmm. superstar in the WNBA, former state player, um, basically talked about the coach. 98% of the WNBA is lesbian. And she said there was a quote-unquote very, very harmful culture running throughout the WNBA. She got bullied through her eight-year eight career because she was heterosexual. Now, mm-hmm. this is a total 180 from most things that we read. Um, you know, usually it's the other way around. Mm-hmm. Um, does this really just speak to if you're just different in general, no matter what you are, no matter if you're white, black, Asian, Latino, Yemen, um, hetero, bisexual, tranny, whatever it is, if you're in that super, super minority, you're going to probably get picked on at some point or discriminated against. Isn't that fair to say it's across the board? Yeah. Now, let me throw this now, one out to you. Mm-hmm. Just because I was looking up the story to see if there's any backlash towards her. And, of course, there is. Mm-hmm. Um, Candace Wiggins uh, was contacted by ESPNW. I didn't know there was an ESPNW. Um, there is, huh? I did. I did not. She even said, know that. "Yeah, she said she didn't want to talk about it, as she wished for privacy and peace." She said, though, that she found the attention to her remarks curious. Um, hmm. Uh, she had to expect that there was going to be some backlash, though. I mean, when you start. Saying that 98% of the league is lesbian. The uh, ESPNW made several, multiple requests to the league, and the league said there will be no official statement for now. Um, Delisha Milton Jones, who I've never heard of, uh, says, I know Candace is a sweet, intelligent young lady. I can only speak for what I was had experienced firsthand. It's a complete contradiction of what's been stated. WNBA has allowed us to live a dream. I pray that Candace does find peace with her life and is able to move forward without devaluing, devaluing or diminishing what's been priceless to so many others in this league. Uh, Again, you know, this is, it, it's amazing how when it's on the other side, how that's going to be taken as truth. But if this was a lesbian player or gay player and the league said that, oh, they're just trying to save face. They're just trying to, Mm -hmm. right? But yet, when it's the other way around, 
most people will take is, oh, yeah, that, that, that's about right. See, this story that's on ESPNW, and you could just Google it, um, it has the reporter who says, I've covered the league since its inception in 1997. That league, for a very long time, has been the inclusionary league. It has been the league that the LGBTQ plus sign, dollar sign, F, Mm -hmm. whatever Mm -hmm. letter that the left adds to it today, Mm -hmm. they've been their champion. Yes. I have known in my life a plethora of professional female athletes. who are of both, all three, um, preferences, they straight and by. In a conversation with one of them once, um, and I haven't okayed this with her to talk about it on air, so that's why I'm not saying who I talked to about it. There is gay for play that goes on in that league. Ridiculous. That goes Mm -hmm. in other professional sports that the women play in. And the reason why most women that are straight are gay for play is because their lifespan in these leagues... And their ability to make money in these leagues is very short. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, is that with them it starts way earlier. It starts when they're in high school. Because if they were really good, they didn't have many boyfriends. But they were always traveling, and then, you know, it happens. It doesn't happen with guys because, you know, we don't care yeah. where we spread our seed. But for them, getting yeah. pregnant in an Olympic year is detrimental because they all make their money playing on national teams. Mm-hmm. I think height has something to do you with it, too. Um, you know, I don't. I think a lot of guys want to date a woman of six five. No, because there's not many guys that are six. You know, I've realized just from like where I work, there's not many guys that are as tall as me and you are. No, I'm six three. There's a, I'm six two, six three, depending on like what convenience store I'm leaving. Yeah, I was six six one day. It kind of scared. I was six six one day. Kind of scared me. Yeah, but so, no, there's I'm, not many people that are over six feet. No. But I look at this, and I believe this story. Because I know straight athletes who have told me, man, this league sucks for us. Yeah, and it 
it's, now turn it around. It's, 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 How do you it's think re- it makes Becky Hammond feel being on an NBA bench now that she's getting asked that question? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's in fact, it's crazy. I mean, it's, I it's amazing. It doesn't how, have to become this political. Is, it doesn't have to become you know all that. No, no, no. But no, here's no. the question that comes with this yeah, fight. Yeah. Are you allowed to ask a gay who's the pitcher and who's the catcher? No. No. Just who cares? I don't care if you suck dick or you do not suck dick. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> no, no, no. Just the way you said it. I'm not laughing at the, you know, because I agree. I, I Personally, it's, it's the great Andrew Dice Clay thing. There's no such thing as bisexuality. Yeah. You either suck dick or you don't suck dick. Yeah. If, and if you're married, you know that girls don't suck dick. <laughs> I'm not touching that one. Um <laughs> Sure, but anyway, yeah, but yeah, I'll wait here. Here, wait. Leash is online too. Hey, Leash. <laughs> I stuck her on the line after that comment. I I sent her a tweet. Hey, she can hear me. You should have seen this. You should have seen the look I got. Um. Oh no, the look of death probably. <laughs> No, but no, she gave me the You're in trouble, Derek. No. <laughs> I'm only kidding. But that's the anyway. thing with this, though. This isn't a big... Like, if you've ever watched a WNBA game, you know that that league is extremely inclusionary. Yeah. I do think this is a big story, though, because what it really speaks to is... While I agree that some gays and lesbians are discriminated against because of what they do, I do think we need to look at the flip side and realize in in a setting where you can have that, it, you're going to get similar results. Where yeah, why do we always ask the question? Is professional sports ready for home or professional male sports? Ready for an uncloseted superstar? I mean, Tom, you what's not any time? No. You know why we're not ready for it? Mm-hmm. Because guys are not. You know what sport's the only one where they could get away with being gay? Where? The NHL. Mm, I don't even know about that. And. No, and I'll tell you why the NHL is the only sport where you can get away with being gay. Because the NHL is such a family. It is. Do you think you're ever, you would ever hear? Where was the only place Marty Bradour heard stuff about, you know, cheating on his wife? The Garden. And that really did nothing to him. The NHL is the only league that would be able to handle it. Because they already had a gay superstar. You just didn't know he was out of the closet. Who's that? John Avery. Oh, yeah, that's right. John Avery's as gay as the day is Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. 
That's correct. I mean, Jesus Christ, I got a video of him blowing Andy Cohen. <laughs> Lundquist, you know, it's time to come out clean. Lundquist, it's okay. I mean, he's, he We're all just come out by now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said it. <laughs> no man looks Every that pretty tr- after playing 60 minutes in pads. That's horse shit. Every Toronto Maple Leaf player? Yeah, he's coming out now. Because it's the Taylor scam that you fucking dropped. You should just use a broom. And I ain't gonna fit it. What? What's We have between our stove and the countertop, no bullshit, the width of a cap from a bottle of phone spring. And every friggin' time, I don't know, but every time I make Taylor ham on the griddle, a piece when I'm flipping it goes, Mm -hmm. it's Taylor ham, dude. Thanks. It's pork roll, dude. (laughs) Taylor ham. God damn it, it's Taylor ham on the back. You know what, George? (laughs) Which one? What brand? Taylor ham. There's only one. Taylor ham is Taylor ham. Case is pork roll. That's what I'm talking about. There's two companies that make make pork roll. Yes. One is Case's, and the other Mm -hmm. one is Taylor. There's Taylor ham, and there's pork roll. That's the difference. (laughs) I love that. Stop right, get tears made, mate. And ShopRite gets theirs made by bulk. And you just have to know how to mm-hmm. read the box as if what you're buying. Yeah. If I if I mention the word if I mention no. the port, if I if I went into work right tomorrow mm-hmm. and I said, Hey, I had some pork roll last night, they'd be like, Huh? What? Yes. <laughs> by the way, that is the greatest thing New Jersey's ever given to the culinary world and the best part of it is we won't let it out of New Jersey. Oh, it's great. I will agree. I don't want that coming out. And, you know, I got to tell you another story. I love Jersey Mike's. Yes. Long Beach, Huntington Beach, Torrance, Cypress, it's everywhere here. It's all over the place. I I have a Jersey Mike's down the block from my house. Yep. So do I. Now, mind you, when the wife when the wife, <laughs> when the wife lived up with her pa- up in Morganville, yeah. there was one on Route Nine in Oldbridge. I went mm-hmm. in there. I thought it was the worst sandwich I ever had. Oh, you're you're out of your mind. No, that one was. It was terrible. I would have rather had Subway than eat that Jersey Mike. Oh, it's that one store. That just it's the oh, one store. Okay. I have one right off of my exit on Route 9, and then I have mm-hmm. one right down the block for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe the same Let one that I go you. to with my uncle. Yeah. Which one? The one on Route 9 that's next it's to Panera? It's in a strip mall. It's in a little strip mall. Yeah, the one that's right next to Panera. I'd rather go to the Probably. Panera than go there. Yeah. I think my uncle, like, if you look at where Texas Road is. Oh yeah, the one in Jackson. Yeah, that one. There's only one in Jackson. I know what you mean. Yeah, it's the one down the block from me. Yeah. Oh, all right. Now I know where you live. Okay. 
I know where to find you. Yeah. <laughs> it's around here somewhere. Um, but anyway. But no, I went to. But now we go to this one. This one delivers. I love it. They're my favorite. But Ooh. I'm still a blimpy guy. Blimpy is pretty good. I will say. I am the blimpy guy. Because I've been yeah. to the original Blimpies. The the ones that were part of... Um, we used to have you know, one in East Brunswick years ago. And I'm talking... When I say years ago, I'm talking 80s. Late 80s, yeah. I had the Blimpies. Oh, they were so good. I, I agree with you on yeah. that. There so was... Four original Blimpies in Hudson County, because Hoboken's where it started. They were all guys in St. Peter's Prep. Mm-hmm. There was one down by Prep. There was one in Hoboken. There was one on Central Avenue in Jersey City, and there was one by Journal Square. The four guys originally owned each one. Mm-hmm. There's only one that's the original now. The one guy lost mm-hmm. the one in a poker game. Yeah, franchising kills us. Yeah, I agree with but, you. Uh, but let's go back to. I got a, I got a, I got a good place for you to try, and you've probably heard of this. What's that? It's one of my all-time favorite places to get a sandwich. From my old neck of the woods, sort Edison Sub Shop. I've not heard of it. Please give it a you shot. You know where my favorite sub place believe down it or not, here is. I, by the way, you ready for this? I think um, President Obama great that place, if I remember correctly. It's, well, then I, I will tell you that. Oh, no, 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 no. Forget that. All right? <laughs> no, I'm telling you, Edison Sub Shop, if you guys get a chance, go check it out. There's a good place in my old town in South River called Riddle and Martin, which is another good place. Not you know quite as really great like it used to be, but it's really good. Oh, dude, I, I am a huge fan of DeMarco's. Yeah. This is the one thing I do know about the East Coast. It's, it's really real like bread. Places like that here. There's a couple places that are adequate, but it's not quite so the you same. Got more, I mean, Jersey you got like, more food trucks than anywhere else on the planet. I will say this, though. I will say this. The, they don't call them Greek yeah, but there's, but when it comes to, like, tacos, you know, stuff like that, oh, it's unbeatable. Unbeatable. I, I will say. But there is no place like the Rutgers Grease Trucks. I oh, that's great. Abdul was my buddy up there. Are you hungry? I used to mm-hmm. love that guy. We, we used to go visit him all the time at night. You know, fat cat. Do you know, constantly. when I had Rutgers I, that football season the tickets, go-to. They, yeah. they parked the Are You Hungry truck right outside uh, our parking lot. I uh, said, I don't even know why we bring food to tailgate. Are You Hungry is just incredible. First of all, the name is fantastic. Right? Let's just be honest. It's fantastic. You guys listen have never heard of the Rutgers Grease Trucks, take anything you could possibly think of putting on a sandwich. Yep. Chicken tenders, mozzarella sticks, french fries, mm-hmm. cheesesteak, whatever. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Fat 52, yep. where they donate oh, a buck from you. every sandwich to Eric O'Grain. 
I mean, I can't tell you how many frat parties I used to go as far as you go, and then that's where we ended up at the end of the run. Or, oh, yeah. you know, even, even, we just be at South River, like, what, do you, what are we doing? It's like 10 o'clock on a weekend? Yeah, let's go to the Grace Chucks. <laughs> and we just went there. We, I wanted to just, move to Old Bridge so I was closer to the Grease Trucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it nothing is a national is treasure. Good, there is no question. But there's nothing as good as on 50, was it 52nd and 6th or 53rd and 6th or whatever it is? Those, um, the chicken and rice guys, the halal guys over in New York. That's all they did. Yes. We'd go there on a they Friday awesome. night, the line's down to Times Square. It's unbelievable. I've yeah. seen people make out on that line. Yeah. There's you stuff I've seen on about, that line. Yeah. Unbelievable. Those are the things about New York that that city's got to be careful of losing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you I'm know, all for not supporting that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I gotta tell you, just just on, on have... another note, they, they—I don't know why I'm just so random, but I just watched the play with Conor McDavid. It just makes me angry every time I watch him. It makes me angry to watch Conor McDavid for one reason. Yeah. We will because we lined it up so perfectly together. Mm-hmm. We lined it up so perfectly to get this guy, and. Still, the league yeah. is over, as usual. It's just, oh, so good. I, I just, yeah, Eichel's great. I, I like Eichel, but McDavid is just, just unbelievable. But anyway, yeah. No, but uh, um, I used to, no, New Brunswick. See, New Brunswick was my place. I mean, that growing up. I mean, I, I used to go to nightclub a lot. Nightclub was one of my favorite places to go drinks and stuff, but there were a lot of like dives, holes in the walls, and places to go in New Brunswick that we used to frequent quite a bit. You know what the problem the first, is now is that, yeah. and I learned this from like working at a like a hole in the wall kind of bar. Mm-hmm. At one point, like when we started the show, I was working there. Yeah. The problem is, is that the kid, like the these millennials, they all see like what's on MTV. And they want every bar they go to to have VIPs and bottle service and all this shit. Yeah, yeah, it's a shame. They're gonna fucking go the way of the dodo bird. Yeah, Yeah. it's really a shame. I mean, I can remember the places I used to go to. um, You know, they would have a pool table, a dart table. Um, It'd be small, maybe one or two. You know. And we would just all hang out and have fun. We'd just talk about life and, you, you know what I mean? There were maybe 20 listen, people in the place. Listen, and listen to the same to the songs every week. Yeah, you'd have the jukebox. You'd play like three songs. You'd play some old rock songs or whatever. He'd mix in some R&B and rap once in a while. He'd, mix all kind, he'd be all kinds of stuff, really. It'd be everything. We used to have fast it was great. It was a great time. But you know what would happen? These kids mm-hmm. wanted to have, everybody had to have bottle service. Everybody had to have this. And the next thing you realize is those places were going away. Yeah. Hobo could use have some great places, I remember. Um, we would go there sometimes. It's, it's not anymore. It's not. Hobo is nothing but expensive 
you know, it's all meat markets now. Up, upper middle class stuff, kind of like. Mhm. Yeah, kind of a shame. Like there's there's no like there's no neighborhood bars anymore. Well, you know the other thing is, I mean, I think the internet has changed things so drastically. I mean, that was the place to go to socialize. I mean, those places were, I mean, I had the South River pub in my hometown, which was an epic pub. I mean, that was our place. You know, Mm -hmm. we would, I mean, on a Friday night, Saturday night, that place would be hot on people. And it was just, you know, we kind of know a lot of the people in there and, it, it, it was yeah. just fantastic. I mean, it was, but that was, you know, we didn't have phone. We weren't sitting on our phones at the bar. We were talking to each other constantly. We were, you know, you know interacting. And you know what the other thing is? You know, you know, it's funny because, like, people love, like, I've seen people tweet about Cheers or the Millennials. Go, wow, I wish there were bars like this now. There were bars like uh-huh. this. You people put them out of business. Yeah. I think someday they will. You put the neighborhood Yeah. What's that? I, I, I still think there's a way to intertwine technology and the old bar feel. They really put their mind to it. You no, know. You know why? But, because you can't. No, because the, in, especially in Jersey, it's impossible. Because liquor licenses are too expensive. You have to make true. your money back. Like you're when you're paying. $250,000 just for the liquor license. And then you're paying ten grand a month in rent. You can't have 20 people in a bar in a night because you don't make enough money to open the door. Yeah. That's true. You know, like... And then on Sundays, if you don't have the NFL Sunday ticket, there's no reason to open. Because nobody's going in just to watch the Giants and Jets. No, you have to kind of do it the way the place where I go watch the Bills, where you're in California and you offer just the Bills game, but you still have to have the racket. You know, mm-hmm. but it gets the whole the whole place is full at 10 o'clock in the morning on Sunday. Mm-hmm. You know, so, but, yeah, I agree, it's not, well, let's be honest, we're all guilty of it, I mean, if I go out now, we're on the phone. Yeah. I mean, I got a match, I just think back to my old days when I used to go hard, what would it be like if we had phones? You'd be on the phone. Think I, you know, like, I sit there, and it's like, you know, and every, like, we went out, like, the last time I went out, was before I saw Garth Brooks in Yankee Stadium last year. And I met people at, like, one of the bars that we used, I used to go into when I worked for them. Everybody's taking pictures together and shit like that. It's, 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 you kind of lose that. Yep, you do. I mean, we're getting a little older, and I, you know, yeah, I, know that, but I don't think this is about being old. I think we love technology. I love technology. I think there's mm-hmm. a kind of place for it. There's a bar in Jersey City so. that has nothing but like old school arcade games. 
people are like, oh, this is so great. By the way, New Jersey's getting three Dave and Busters. Really? Mm-hmm. It's about time. <laughs> Thank you, Governor Christie. Thank It is what it is. And that's what yep. Yeah. Oh, well, another good show there, Brian. Yeah. A little abbreviated, but we got it done. Yeah. Your Bruins are tied at two. Complain. Yeah, I'm about to put them on. Your Bruins. They're my Bruins. They're my Bruins only because I can't watch their ducks. Babies are under five days of battle. <laughs> so they had eight games. They oh. played eight games. They played eight games in four days. By the way, that that Blackhawk game. Did you see the NHL <laughs> next year is putting in another one of these? Five weeks? Yep. Awful. I hate the bye week. So the Sabres come back from their bye week on Saturday. They play three and four mm-hmm. again, right away. Yeah. I mean, that, that block looking, they was bad. They had nothing. I, I knew they had nothing. They, you know... Yep, the NHL wants to have two basic bye weeks next year. How about just cut the schedule a little bit? What's that? You can cut the schedule. Yeah. Wow, high school. They want to destroy the league. Let them do it. Crazy stat. Cam Talbot won his 30th game. Cam Talbot won his 30th game tonight. Oh, yeah. First Oilers goaltender to win 30 games since? Grant Fuel. No, Tom won that. No, Tommy Sallow back in 2000. Tommy Sallow back in 2000. Wow. I mean, doesn't that that little fact just tell you how hard it's going to be to be buddies with you know, and that's one thing that yeah. has a thirty a, 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 a thirty game winner in seventeen years. Oh, I forgot to tell you. I have reason for hope for the NFL season in two thousand seventeen. Oh no, why? This past weekend I saw one of my old best friends mm-hmm. I mean, you know, first grade. We grew up together, yeah. you know, one of the biggest Saints fans I've ever met. 
see Bobby Hebert was there. So we're, we're catching up. And, you know, he's got kids now. He's doing great. But he was in the DC. So I said, you know, I haven't seen you since when? He said, you know, you came down in 1999. I said, yeah, I'm That's when the bills were at class. He said, well, I guess we just exercised the demon. I said, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> George, I'll try anything at this point. I don't blame you. Well, you know, I was thinking, you know, I wish we had touched on this in the live show, but, I, you know, Tyrod passed his physical, so now the Bills can really do what they want. Mm-hmm. Like, I think everybody thought that this meant they were going to be definitely re-signing Tyrod, but I'm not so sure about that because maybe they just wanted to make sure mm-hmm. he popped his, he, he passed his physical, so they're not Yeah. I gotta tell you, man. Maybe the more I think about it, it should be cool. If you could get him at a good contract, you know. See, the problem is you're gonna have to work his guaranteed money into a deal. Yeah. I mean, if there's a year for them to handle it, it's this year. They got a lot of cap room. So yeah. I mean, I, I think it's but Yeah, I think it is. And, you know, you know, I mean, there's all kinds of reasons. But he's got 37 touchdowns and 14 touchdowns. Now, I know that's yeah. You know, for some great quarterback, that's a year. But let's, let's, let's keep this in mind. That's Ryan as a coach. <laughs> we all know his quarterbacks in his system. You know, right? He wasn't asked to be a lot. Yeah. But I kind of looked at him and Russell Wilson in the first two years. I know Russell had 26 touchdowns, something like that, but, you know, he's not terribly that far away from Russell Wilson. Like, why can't he just get better? No, he, I'm not saying he's going to be the closest thing. I don't know. The question has to be, yeah, can he just play good enough to where maybe they're contending for, if not the division in December, for the playoff spot? Yeah. Well, let's, let's see what it's going to be. But I, I get what you mean. The thing is, you know, and with the, the way he runs, the way the run, rushing offense operates, this is going to be So mm-hmm. if you could just get a little more, you know, I keep thinking about the Seattle game, I keep thinking about the But I thought he was able to open up. Yeah, he played really well. You know, I, I just. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, if, if you don't, if you the quarterback class of 2018, right? Mm-hmm. So they could take him, take him, take him. No, I don't think there's any reason to force them to take him this year. That's really my point. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they're probably just better off keeping And maybe we structure yeah. the deal where, hey, it's not so awful if you have to get rid of if they got to draft somebody in 2018, I guess 
You know, and you just try to build the rest of the team. I don't know. Yeah. Because then they could use that first round pick to get a deal for another one. There's a lot of weeks. We'll see. We got some time, but we got a couple of weeks before the trade is popped up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we could definitely talk to him about that. Me. So, does Carmelo get traded? Yes, sir. No. I agree. I don't no. think he does. No. Austin's amazing, but I don't think I don't think he's get traded. So, is the trade deadline Friday? Tomorrow, I think. I think the twenty fourth. Jimmy Butler get traded. Maybe. Does Boston? Boston make a terrible deal? I don't think they have to give up that. Much. I don't think they have to make a deal. I would. No. Now, unless they traded another pick to get something, that's fine. Short-term picks. If the, yeah. Can the Knicks trade Derrick Rose for a Metro Mm. (laughs) Hmm. He has an inspiring time. Unfortunately. Maybe someone will want him. He is the only guy that's tradable. Sam Borzingis. He's not going anywhere. Resigning Carmelo is the biggest thing. Yeah. And that, you know, the more I think about it, I I think we talked about it. I really think that game can go. I don't hope that game can go. Maybe so, I, you know, the one I think it does go. So. I don't think Dolan wants to get rid of Carmelo. No. I like I don't think he wants to get rid of him at all. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.